It's your girl Jamila with her own boss. This is your boy E Money Boss. Welcome to another episode of the Top Hill Podcast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And enjoy. Two, one. Top, 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 top hill episode. This is 150? 150. Wow, we timed that like so perfectly. I know. This is going to be an interesting episode. We're going to be stepping outside of our element. Like, welcome guys. to another episode of the Top Hill Podcast. This is episode 150, and as you can tell, we are in a new environment. We are in Atlanta, Georgia, and we are at Invest Fest. 2023. This is your boy, Mr. Top Hill Pie, a.k.a. E-Money Boss. And I'm your girl, Jamila, with her own boss. And, yeah, so we have came down to Atlanta, Georgia to get some knowledge, get some information, network with some people, talk to some businesses. And um, I'm very excited to be here. Um, this, this is my is third time. This is my third time. My first time. What do you? What is your experience like for your first time? What would you... Um, I know we haven't finished everything yet, but we've seen like a lot of the majority major speakers. What do you think so far? So far, it's just been interesting. I came with no expectation. I'm just really here for the expect, uh, just for the experience. You know, I just definitely wanted to just be in the room with different individuals and like-minded individuals that I've never been around before. So so far, it's been so good. You know, yesterday we got to see Diddy. Um, y'all gonna see us post. I actually got to meet Diddy yesterday, so that That's was crazy. a nice highlight. I That's, that was Diddy. insane. It was. It's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. Talk about talk about your personal experience. How I got to meet Diddy. We had a break in the um, in the speakers for lunch. We went outside to go see the food trucks, and when we walked outside, me and E Money, we seen black trucks, brand new black trucks yeah. i was like this, was these like trucks are really nice this i was is, like it's giving some presidential yeah some, i think yeah. i said money look at the black trucks you know what that means <laughs> her money sister started going yeah, off like, oh okay this is giving 2023 vehicles <laughs> you know that kind of like model right i, I, I know you know uh, for those of you who don't know me money we used to work at a car dealership yeah. we love cars and stuff like that so i've seen the new black trucks i'm like you know what black trucks mean i already knew that <laughs> it was gonna be diddy because mind you we had a few more minutes before he was speaking anyway and i had just asked him before we came outside i was like you think diddy gonna be on time he was like yeah and then i look and i see the black trucks right on time i'm like you know they usually show up right before they're about to speak so we go to the food trucks we order our food I get my food before Imani, so Imani's like, I'm about to go pick my food. I said, I'm going to go over here in the shade. But I was intentional about which shade I was standing in <laughs> because I wanted to be by the black truck. <laughs> so as I'm leaving Imani, y'all, he is walking back to the food truck. I'm walking to the food truck. I see Diddy, y'all. I see Diddy. And I look back for Imani, and he's already gone. I'm just like, ah! my opportunity yeah, so yeah. i go and i put my things down and everybody it's like it's two reactions to celebrities people either get really 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 excited or they get in like a stealth mode where they like okay we respect that you don't want to mess up this and we don't want to mess it up for ourselves either like if we bring too much attention to this person then we might miss our opportunity so everybody was really quiet um and he was so nice and polite and he took a picture with me um he said hi he was like baby girl <laughs> she was so I wish I would have got an opportunity to speak more to him, but I was definitely being um, courteous of his time. Yeah, definitely yeah. very courteous of his time because I had the opportunity. I really could have mm -hmm. stood there more, but I was just appreciative. So I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna step off. But I was glad I got my picture though. But yeah. that was just exciting just to be. The thing about it, before I left, I knew I was gonna see Diddy. 
I knew but I yeah. was going to see Diddy. I was like, oh, Diddy's there. I'm going to see Diddy. And I don't, mm. I'm pretty sure that every female, I almost like every female, because I don't want to speak for y'all. I know how y'all feel when I speak for all of y'all. But um, when you know as a woman that it's going to be some money in the building, I feel like a lot of us are thinking like, like especially when we're packing. Crystal, I don't know if this is true for you, but like, what do I want to look like? You know what I'm saying? If I get the opportunity to meet Diddy, what I want to look like? Do you be thinking that when you be packing? Or if yeah. you're going, like, even if you're going to a concert, like, you never know if you're going to be that bitch that's going to get. I don't even want to be out here in pajama pants or nothing. I want to be as cute as possible. We're not even going to talk about pajamas tonight. But, uh, <laughs> hilarious, but yeah, it definitely was a great opportunity to um, just be in the presence of Diddy, honestly. So that was awesome. Yeah, it's all about executing at the, being at the right place at the right time. You know what I mean? And always being prepared for that moment. You know, um, a lot of times, you know, we overthink things and stuff like that. But sometimes you got to just be out there and take those, take that opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, you took advantage of an opportunity to, like, to, to say something to him. Like, that's, that's, that was dope. I'm going to tell you how, um, how prepared I was to, even in my mindset thinking. So typically, like, I know that I'm in Atlanta. We already seen that the weather was going to be 99 hot. degrees. Hot. Atlanta, okay? <laughs> it was even hot back home where we were at. So I already knew, even when I was thinking about packing, what did I want to look like, um, even in regards to just shooting, like, extra premium content for mm -hmm. Top Hill. I, would, I usually do not wear makeup in hot weather. Mm-hmm. Under no circumstance. Mm -hmm. Even like when I come on top, I don't feel the need just because I'm shooting content to come with makeup. But I knew I was gonna see Diddy, and if I wanted a good picture for the, for the podcast, then I needed to have my makeup done. Yeah. <laughs> so, Being intentional, man. Yeah, I was so intentional. I'm so glad that I got a good picture with Diddy with my makeup on. Like it was mm -hmm. so intentional. If I wouldn't have my makeup on, I'm sure I wouldn't have even wanted to take the picture. Go, I'd have been yeah. like, hold on, Imani, hey, come take a picture with Diddy. <laughs> like I'm not pressed to get pictures with celebrities. Yeah. But I just want the content for our page. And that's, I'm glad you brought that up because I've met celebrities before, right? But there's a part of me is just like, I want to respect their time. Like, I know they just, I feel like they just get annoyed with just people coming up to them asking them for pictures. Like, they don't know who they are. They don't know what my true intentions are and stuff like that. Like, so I try to be respectful. It's like, if I've seen Rick Ross walk by, like, that's, that's one of my favorite you know, uh, artists and stuff like that. But like, if I was to see him, like, if it wasn't the, the right place or time, I uh, probably just wouldn't just walk up to him and, and talk. To I would him. approach Ross so differently than I would approach Diddy. But they kind of, I, I get it. The money level is a little it's, bit. It's not money. It has nothing to do with money. It's brand for me. It's the brand, who you okay. are in the culture and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. me seeing Rick Ross, I probably would be saying some dumb shit like. <laughs> Rick Ross, the fuck? I would say some dumb ass shit. Not even, because I'm not a fan of Rick Ross. I don't right, not. Let me just move the microphone closer no, no, this no. way. No, no, no. When I say fan, <laughs> it's not that I don't like it. I'm not a fanatic. Mm -hmm. That's what fan is short for. I'm not a fanatic. I don't keep up with Rick Ross and things like that. I can see what he's doing business wise and things like that. But when you have your own business, you're really minding it. You really mm -hmm. don't have time to mind other people's business. Yeah. So I do like Rick Ross. I do like his music and stuff like that. But to, to me, he's just so playful like even diddy is very humorous and very childish and stuff mm. like that and very fun but i feel like in this environment that's not what it was for mm. but rick ross oh my god i'll probably be so yeah, rick, rick, yeah, rick, rick ross is hilarious man. yeah but I, I'm, I'm just talking about in the fact of you're a man too I, i'm a man you know what i mean like so i just i think that there's there's certain codes and certain things of how we approach people it should never be know? a groupie for man right 
You know Not what I mean? even for a woman either. Like I really don't. You get like, y'all get more of a pass. We do get a pass yeah. for, it, and I will absolutely take the opportunity and use me being a woman to the best of my advantage at times. But I'm still, mm-hmm. it's still never getting free. Right, because I, I would say say the roles were reversed, right? Mm-hmm. And I see Diddy get out the trucks, and you went back <laughs> to, to get yeah. the food from the food truck. Me walking up, approaching them is a little bit is different than a woman coming up and approaching him as well too you know what i mean you got you i feel like you would have did it the exact same way i did it though i did it so mm-hmm. casual because there were other men out there as well because if you see actually in the pictures you would have probably did like the guy that was right in front of me he shook his hand he dapped him up you know what i mean like mm-hmm. but i kind of did the same thing without the dap he reached out for me mm-hmm. and gave me a hug so i didn't have to extend a handshake or anything like that as mm-hmm. you probably would have you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But I didn't approach him on no, you know. I was like, I, yeah. he, seemed, he knew that I was coming. So that's why mm-hmm. he, he had approached me. Like, I, he was handling his business. He came over, reached over. Like, it was a very quick interaction. But. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there's part of me, I think I need to grow out of that, too. Like, get out of my comfort zone a little bit as well, mm-hmm. too. And, like, I don't know. So Top Hill doesn't push you there? Because Top Hill kind of does, especially since I'm in front of the camera. Like, if I was Chris, I probably would have never wanted to take the picture. Like, it would have never mm-hmm. been that deep. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I'm I'm still, like, I'm an introverted extrovert mm-hmm. to my, like, or what, what did you call it? What was it? Omnivert. Omnivert. Uh, I just learned this term uh, today or yesterday. I think I am kind of like that. In certain environments, I could be extremely extroverted. Mm-hmm. And in other environments, I could be extremely introverted. Mm-hmm. And learning which environment I am in which situation and learning like okay I know where I'm comfortable at where I'm naturally comfortable at I gotta get uncomfortable with this mm-hmm. you know what I mean to, 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 to move it on and stuff like that because a lot of times you know I just be in my head a lot thinking about everything so yeah I think everybody is I think some people are just used to it too like we're not usually in these environments anyway usually mm-hmm. just I don't know it's fun though yeah it's fun I'm having a great time um Outside of, of actually her personally meeting Diddy, <laughs> um, we, we've seen a lot of other um, speakers as well, too. Um, to name off a few, we have uh, 19 Keys, Ian Dunlap, of course, you know, Troy Rashad with Ernie Leisure, um, Steve Harvey, yes. bringing out Robert F. Smith, um, the richest black man in America. Um, they had a couple of billionaires here, Don, um, Mike Novogratz. Was that the white guy? Yeah. Um, he's I'm also, sorry, guy. I didn't, I didn't know who he was. And, yeah. But I enjoyed their piece. Yeah. They're very informative. Like, I already knew, like, um, Ian Dunlap, um, a.k.a. the Master Investor. I, I watched their show on Market Mondays. Very, very intelligent. Very smart brother. Mm-hmm. And he's very, very humble. You know what I mean? Like, is. Yeah, he's very, very humble. And, he, and you could tell that he really is doing this from his heart and passion mm-hmm. to help people and he understands for us to get to the next level we're going to have to talk to different kinds of people as well too yes. and bringing on bloomberg bringing on kathy woods that's that's huge for people who are in, in the investment world investment world seeing what she has done to have her here is is is, is different level type stuff mm-hmm. and then mike novogratz another billionaire they've had they've had multiple billionaire people come here to Atlanta, Georgia, speaking to 20,000 black people mm-hmm. about financial investment. That's huge. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So this is like, to me, like the first time in history where are finally the next steps of where our people and our community need to go. This is the next step. Absolutely. This is what Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, this is what 
the next phase was supposed to be financial independence because if we don't have financial independence we don't have freedom and i'm so glad that we have this conversation as well too because we are also um well, i'm so glad we're documenting this this is yeah. like so like amazing because yeah. our country is at a very crazy time right now where mm -hmm. we really don't know what's gonna happen mm -hmm. and whatnot and then for us to be bridging the gap um with having these uh white speakers and i'm not saying it because of their race but it's just the fact that they're able to come and speak to us and it's showing that it's not a race thing no it's not it's gonna be um i think it's gonna be about the haves and the have nots yeah it's a class thing yeah it's definitely gonna be about the classes and it's not gonna be about the race and i feel like that showed us i feel like that's what i saw today i feel like mm -hmm. you know it's a lot of messaging and a lot of things and you can tell how intentional they are with their guests as well so that's really nice to see yeah i agree um and I know um, Diddy talked about this as well too, like, you know, they still deal with issues of, of, of putting us in urban and putting us, mm -hmm. you know, but I've also heard Diddy say before, I don't let them treat me like a black man or a urban man. Mm -hmm. that's, that's why they are so disruptive, you know what I mean? And why they can get past these certain barriers. And we have to start thinking that way too, like not using ourselves as a crutch or complaining mm -hmm. about where things are, understanding who we are, where we are at, mm -hmm. and where we need to go, and not letting nobody tell us otherwise. Or like, you know what I mean? Like just, I'm getting there, I don't care if you're gonna give it to me or not. This is this is important. Mm -hmm. 20,000 people coming to learn about financial literacy, this speaks volumes to the world. So it's like, damn, black people give a fuck about this? Like they really care about this? There's artists who can't get 10,000 people to show to a show. Mm -hmm. But you have 20,000 people showing up and nobody like starts singing to us yet. This is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, tonight. Tonight we do got Jeezy. Jeezy. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for it. Yo, I was talking about Jeezy real quick. He hasn't come on yet. You guys will probably see some clips and stuff like that. But I really appreciate how his music aged. Mm, yes. Yeah, like fine wine. Facts. All the hustling music at the Facts. end of the day, especially if you're in a space right now where mm -hmm. you are wanting to get money, money yeah because um, not all of us are really chasing money some of us want success some of us right. want freedom and that doesn't time. Matter. yeah in time yeah but we need money right now and mm. for all that hustling music especially Jeezy it's so appropriate yeah it is and you know as I'm you know returning back to my gym journey and stuff like that his music is perfect that for gym. motivation yeah oh my god perfect gym <laughs> no music no matter what type of hustle you got going on whether it's a gym hustle work yeah. hustle business hustle <laughs> yeah, it's the motivation. Yeah, um, the Almighty Black Dollar, his most one of his most recent sing uh, singles that came out. He's still producing great music. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but also, what he's doing outside of music as well too is impressive. Yeah, and I'm, I can't wait to hear him talk more about that tonight. Coming a huge business mogul. It's about yeah. time though. But I'm glad to see that many of our greats mm -hmm. have come over into that business lane. Yeah, you got you got to to stay relevant mm -hmm. nowadays. Like. We were talking about this. Um, we're taking the shackles off. The music yeah. industry is nothing but a slave ship. It really is. And and people need to learn how to leverage it and get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Like, because the mu the mu they're not making much music nowadays. All this music is very, like, oversaturated and stuff like that. It's like a, a white flame. You know what I mean? Like, it gets really, really super hot. Mm -hmm. And then it just goes away. Yeah. Like, look at, I'm, I'm going to drop names. I don't care right now. Roddy Rich. 
he had the greatest single and album of 2020 mm. took over the whole entire year had pop stars nervous mm -hmm. but now his new album his new music and stuff like that nobody's checking for it he got really really hot and then he cooled off but if that was 2020 look at the time he didn't really get the full rollout of a new artist either mm -hmm. yeah it's and but he did drop a second album and nobody knows nobody remembers the name of it that's that's did, i didn't even know it came out i know <laughs> like, but there's also there's also other artists, you know. I mean, not just like him. You know, we have to start paying attention to what's happening with Little Baby, Little Dirk, um, some of these artists who I would say is the leader of this new generation of music are having issues with selling tickets to their to their concerts. Their we're albums done selling. investing in people who do not invest in us. It costs us money to come to these shows, mm -hmm. and they are not. There's zero appreciation. Mm-hmm. Where's yeah. the kickback for the fans? Yeah. I, I don't know. But, you know, when you reach a certain level, like, how do you humble yourself to come down and think, like, what do, I'm, I thought I'm doing enough by giving you the music. I'm entertaining you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because, you know. We need more than that now. And it's not even. It's, the times have changed. Yeah. The requirements are going to be more demanding. Like, we need more. Yeah. Or we'll listen to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that, I think it comes to context. I think the music needs to be valuable. changed. It needs to be valuable. There is no value. Like I, I know, like okay, you got sexy red. You right? took the words right out of my mouth. Did you see how she's now recording a video in her nightgown and bonnet? <laughs> she came to sound check on some real shit, uh -huh. and then we're gonna market that. Right. We just got Monique to tell us to leave the bonnets alone. Right. But here we are, not only showing up in our bonnets, but now we're showing up in our nightgowns. Right. <laughs> go back go. to the, the night clothes, Rashad. You showed up in silk pajamas. Hey, what look. are we doing? Is hey, this look. how we're really getting ready to tell black people to show up? Oh, man. Is this how we're telling people to show up? I think it's, it's important how you present yourself and how you want to be presented um, to the world, absolutely. The messages that we're teaching our generation has to be more clear because they don't have the they don't have direction. So they're kind of making up their own direction. You know what I mean? And this is why I think you having people love an artist like you know, and not to throw just hate on Sexy Red or Ice Spice or some of these artists like that, but it's just like okay, if we mass produce this kind of content. What is the end goal and purpose of this content and what is it going to do for the community? Is it just fucking just have a good time? Okay, now fucking have a good time. Everybody has fucking have a good time. Now what? Mm -hmm. Like, what is that doing for the community? Like, I just, I, I think we need to champion and celebrate more artists who are actually talking about stuff to help us get to that next level of the community. Like, we have to be more purpose driven in what we say mm -hmm. and what we wear mm -hmm. and where we go and what we do because we are the culture and that's not our culture pajamas is not our culture um okay between the speakers and and people that we um listened to so far um any highlights for you any like favorite uh speakers so far um that you can think of my favorite speaker so far was Robert Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because he was really um, ignited my whole thought process, too. Um, mm -hmm. nothing, no artist actually said anything to me that really, really stood out. It's just kind of 
gauge my thought process, which is really what I needed because lately I haven't been able to do that. Yeah, no, I agree. I say it's 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 kind of like a reminder because like the kind of content that me and you consume, we hear this kind of content all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? But sometimes you just need that reminder, that clicker, just like, oh yeah, like habits. Mm-hmm. I need to develop my habits. Like it sounds so simple, and sometimes I piss myself off, be like, damn, that was simple. I should, I, I know that already, mm-hmm. but like. Am I actually executing that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, am I being disciplined enough? Like, am I following that path? Or am I, or am I just saying it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't like motivation. I like reminders. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, to help me. It keeps you accountable. Keeps me accountable. Yeah. Because you're coming here. You're, first of all, we're spending money to come to an event for people to tell us to do stuff that we already know. Yeah. Some of us don't. Some of yeah. the people here, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of, lot of us who don't know. Um, because I'm talking to a lot of people here, they don't have businesses. No. A lot no. of the people that I have spoke to have not had businesses. They're starting businesses. Right. And it was actually, I'm, I'm glad that Robert Smith actually said this too. He said that, you know, you can't be free unless you have a business. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't really think about it until, you know, I started businesses like going back to my Airbnb business, I'm like, okay, that I, I started something, I tried something from a thought, I executed, it worked, and it's like, dang, like, this thing pays for my mortgage and then some. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about allocating money that I earn to this, to where I live. Mm-hmm. I live for free. That's <laughs> you know what I mean? But now I'm thinking, like, okay, that's great. Steve Harvey went to Robert Smith, he sat at his office for eight hours just to ask him a question. Not to ask for money, but one of the most important things that Steve Harvey said that he took from Robert um, Smith was to scale up. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in a phase like I feel like, okay, that business is good, let me scale up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, Robert S. Smith was dope. Um, great, great hearing from him. Um, I, I, I took nuggets and things from like each of the different panels. Um, for the investment side, like, you know, I seeing Ian um, talk to Kathy Woods and Mike Novogratz, very informative. Um, I wasn't aware of Tesla creating their own AI chips, mm-hmm. and that is so big. So for people who don't know, um, AI is actually big right now. A lot of people mm-hmm. are talking about it. Things are being created, but it's still people don't know what's going to happen with it. But, I, my brain thinks like, what's driving these machines? What's creating AI? Because um, obviously, if everybody's focusing on it and putting money towards it, whoever is a beneficiary of it is mm-hmm. going to make money. And so, the biggest thing for AI are the chips. Mm-hmm. And Nvidia is one of the best companies um, right now. There's AMD and Nvidia. Nvidia is actually a better company right now um, to invest in in chips. Tesla saying that they want to that they're making their own chips mm-hmm. is is big because that also puts it it's an American based company. Mm-hmm. Our, we have to worry about not just money but also resources back into our country. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting to see that, but Tesla's also like a scary dark horse mm-hmm. as well too because Elon could be erratic. You know, he might one day buy a social media platform that has nothing to do with your car company or your SpaceX company. So it's, it's like, it can be a little bit risky. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I'm just going on a tangent right right now with Tesla because I, I was thinking about it. Because he mentioned other uh, companies as well. They mentioned Uber as mm -hmm. well. Yeah, like a lot, a lot of other companies are going to, you know, start to utilize AI and stuff like that. But that's one thing to try to like to get into these rooms, to get into these conversations. You get to get this information sooner than mm -hmm. it hits the blogs and the headlines and stuff like that because people like. Uh, Mike Knight Novogratz is worth $2.5 billion. He's going to get this information before anybody else. Mm -hmm. So where he chooses to go and to speak, you you want to you pay yeah. attention. You know what I mean? Um, another gem I, I took from, from them as well, too, was the people that inspire you, you know, you follow them and stuff like that, but follow who they follow. Mm -hmm. Research who they research. Study what they study. It's like taking that extra step. You know what I mean? So, and I think it makes you more re relatable too. So one day, if I ever meet an Ian or a Mike or Norbergrass stuff like that, and I already know who they are and I know who they know, mm -hmm. I'd be like, it, it makes for better conversations, and you can speak their language better yeah. too. So that was oh, that was a good. Nice being knowledgeable on a subject. Yeah. Um, I also. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we just talking now. What's the run, what's the runtime that we got right now? Ooh, that's good. Uh, okay. Um, this has just been a short uh, talk, real quick. This is like this is like a little precursor. This was, fun. this was fun. This was good. This is good conversation. And we're gonna, you know, we're gonna go network with some people. And you guys are gonna see a whole bunch of content while we out here. We're gonna talk to some other businesses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then um, I also want to talk to um, about, you know bridging the gap between you know the black americans and africans finding out how we can come together mm -hmm. you know what i mean from the music aspect from the business aspect as well to start building this bridge together because i see them reaching out to us mm -hmm. and we need to be on the receiving end on them as well too and Absolutely. bring this bridge together so um yeah we're going to be doing a lot more um conversations about that as well so if you guys wanna follow us, well, not if you want to, you might as well just go ahead and follow us. You know what I mean? You yeah, made it all the way to the subscribe end. subscribe button. Make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms. Absolutely. Hit that notification bell. Yep, so you guys always know when we about to go live and when we post new content. We got a lot of stuff coming for you guys in the future. And uh, yeah, man, if you, guys like comment, uh, if you guys like content like that, let us know in the comments. What else you want us to talk about? What else you want us to see or do? You know what I mean? We're open to we're open yeah. to it. This is a family. Yeah, y'all got us reacting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh so my let God. us know what other content you guys want to see. Alright, well, that's it. This is your boy Mr. Top Hill Pod, aka E Money Boss. And I'm your girl Jamila with her own boss. And we'll see you guys in the next video. We out. Peace. Subscribe.